Welcome to Openly Gamer Theater's production of Resting Glitchface. A Shadowrun Anarchy actual play. This is Dorothy. I'm playing Binary. This is Maddie. I'm playing Collateral. This is Shannon, and I'm playing Eris. And this is Lindsay. I'm playing Arsenal. following content may not be suitable for all audiences. Where we left off last time, we had just finished the mission into St. Louis Wow, and we did kind of the aftermath. You met with uh, Mr. Johnson, you got paid, and then uh, the next morning, and Joe found out that uh, the police were investigating this break-in, and that they had some, quote-unquote, people of interest that they were looking into in regards to the... That's fine. We already knew that was going to happen. It seems that Kmore said that uh, Diamond Howe was very pleased with uh, the arrangement that you guys had have and that is, uh, is that all he said and he also said that there was a lot of uh, potential to work uh, together again uh, with... a lot of potential to be together <laughs> that's all that Joe hears <laughs> Joe is just imagining like staring into Eris's eyes <laughs> everything that I've said is Joe's imagination <laughs> to, uh, every recap should be just through Joe's imagination of what it what it what it, what she perceived that had happened as this, opposed to this is a perfect opportunity for fan art somebody needs to draw like yes. a cartoon mock-up oh of joe just envisioning all of this please do it i will die and i will post it all over the twitter i'll make sure that our ai overlord also does as well i will also post it all over the place yeah please and also i'll die that's very important yeah but no, like in a good way death versus rent always choose death <laughs> yes right. Death by fan art. Yeah, like death by chocolate. Uh, yes, <laughs> death by fan art, please. I need it. We should uh, note that for this episode, we are uh, minus one Lindsay. She's not feeling well. So this episode will just focus on what's going on after. After the party. It's the after party. Right. Uh, so we'll say that Arsenal is off doing some, maybe another side job or something like that, which oh. we might be able to determine later. Secret, secret. Where we're starting off is you're meeting Boggs at the retreat. Are you by yourself or are you bringing anyone with you? I didn't exactly invite them. Actually, before that, had Binary found anything for me before my meeting with Boggs? I mean, she's been uh, she at was, it for like yeah, she was in she five was, hours. Yeah, she she was in in an internet or a because uh, I'm in too deep and yeah. I'm trying to right. keep. 
You're, uh, she was in a matrix hole and probably not going to be coming out for quite a few hours. So, well, it had been several hours. That's why I didn't. Know. Right. And when you were like, uh, she just hasn't, she hasn't responded to any of your inquiries as to, hey, you get anything yet or anything like that. No. I wouldn't have bugged her. I'm, I'm being cool. And also, I know that she doesn't like me that much. So, like, I'm already asking a favor of her. So, like, I asked her to do it. And then I'm just, I'm, I'm trying to be cool. Okay. So, you're just going to go with the assumption that it is done. Or that it it's being, being done. done. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. All right, so... Uh, and also, I've kind of gotten a feel for how, how Val is, how she's, like, a little obsessive and kind of goes overboard sometimes, which is good, because that's what I want in this instance, because, like, that's my family, man. You're meeting Boggs by yourself, or...? Um... I don't know. So Joe heard me asking Boggs to lunch. Would she have just invited herself? She's not that rude. Well, or like assumed that she was invited. No, probably not. Honestly, that was your opportunity. She gave you an in. I know. But okay, <laughs> from Joe's perspective, Joe is trying really hard oh, you're to heating, play it chill. You're heeding my advice. <laughs> It's just me meeting Boggs. <laughs> you really wanted to have lunch with uh, Joe, didn't you? No, I really didn't want to be hogging the spotlight and having it be one-on-one role-playing. <laughs> it's all good. Yeah. I do it all the time with K-more. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm still tapped into her comms, so if anything sure. is active, the way that I'm envisioning me in the deep, dark depths of the Matrix is that I have a million tabs open. So I'm just constantly looking through and filtering through all this different shit and in the background I just have a separate window that's just got everybody's comms and all that kind of stuff pulled up so that I can still keep tabs on all of that. Um, Unless you ask me... Your burner comm. Yeah, fine. I have my burner comm with me. Okay. What if you needed to contact them for whatever reason? So Binary is uh, piggybacking onto your uh, comm just to monitor it. Does uh, she know that you're on, that you're monitoring it? I know she has free access to my phone. I let her have that willingly mm-hmm. okay to my burner calm not phone boggs is uh he's sitting at this restaurant he looks really out of place this isn't necessarily a high-end place i mean it's a nice place but it's not like i probably look out of place too i like we're the exact opposite of looking out of place i'm too fancy and he's not fancy enough right he's like in jeans and uh you know like a fatigue jacket like an old fatigue jacket and he's like looking around as these people are in like sunday brunch uh, although it's not like sunday it's it's, it's only like thursday. thursday it's thursday brunch which thursday is even brunch. worse yeah <laughs> nobody's there right yeah you just have like uh, uh, some soccer moms and and stuff like they're meeting their their friend peer group and then this guy is sitting there and he's Boggs isn't uh, like I said before he's an elf he's not overly like handsome or anything I mean he's he's not ugly but he's certainly not magnetic or anything mm-hmm. like that just not kinda, like me no so he's sitting there and he looks a little <laughs> he looks a little out of place but uh, he's taking it in stride and he's kind of as you're walking you walk in he you see him turn off his comm as he was doing something on his on his phone as you walk up and he stands up. Eris, it's good to see you again. Boggs. You guys doing okay? I think so. He motions for you to sit down, and he sits down. Yeah, I just kind of waited to order. I didn't know if you wanted to eat. Or... Was he here early? Uh-huh. <laughs> Is that what just happened? Yeah, he, he'd been here for a little while. You get the impression that he's been here for a while. Yeah, I mean, we're having brunch. He motions for the server to come over, and he walks over, and he says, Would you uh, like to start off with anything to drink? Coffee, mimosa? A London fog. He nods and looks over at uh, Boggs. Boggs just says, oh, whatever your house blend is, I'll have that. That's fine. Just black. Would I have been able to, like, look up anything about Boggs? Not necessarily, like, diving deep into it, but just kind of, like, seeing if he's a good reporter. 
He's relatively young for the beat. He went to uh, Columbia University Journalism School. Came back. He's originally from here, so he went to school out there. Came here immediately. Got a job with the Post. He's been working Metro for a while, and he's starting to make a name for himself as not kind of a pain in the ass, but really be having a lot of integrity and also willing to ask some of the hard questions. So some of the but he criminal has types, a uh, lot of integrity. That's important. Yeah, he has a good reputation. So yeah, he's not a dirtbag. You know, he doesn't do puff pieces and things like that. He's he seems legit. So he's legit. He's good at his job and he seems like he has integrity and he's not going to screw us over if we're a source and ask not to be screwed over. And you see... (laughs) Because you have to ask not to be screwed over. Right. (laughs) So you're sitting out on a balcony. It's in March, but it's a relatively warm morning and uh, he's got sunglasses on and he kind of points towards where you know he has a cyber eye that he'd been recording and he just kind of he just kind of points at it. You can see you through the uh, the reflection of the sun. You can see his left eye, mm-hmm. but you can't see his right eye. And you can tell that the lens in that on the right side is completely opaque. So you can tell he's not recording. Okay. Similarly, I'm wearing sunglasses still because like I'm super cool. Sure. <laughs> uh, but they're not my Google Glass. My <laughs> <laughs> My fancy. AR sunglasses. Gotcha. We both came to this knowing that it's we're not getting dirt right, on each yeah. other. So like, yeah, you, there's yeah, you get this sense of this is safe. He do- doesn't look like he's trying to take advantage or anything like that. Yeah, and I try to basically do the same thing for him. I'm glad you decided to meet me. The way we met was kind of weird. I'll say. What do you want to talk about? Uh, I kind of look around here. You're on the balcony, and there really is nobody else out here. It's the middle of the work week. I think we're we're probably okay as long as we don't go into too much detail. Well, full disclosure: born and raised St. Louis. <laughs> okay, I don't chuckle like that. That was Shannon uh, reacting. Why is that important? <laughs> All right, he's he's just kind of looking at you. Oh, so he knows is why. I take my sunglasses off. Okay. Don't worry. I'm not going to do anything. I'm not going to say anything. It's cool. Well, then I can be a little more straight with you. Okay. I'd appreciate that. Uh, The Johnson I was trying not to burn for reasons. Well, I say reasons like it's coded, but, you know, typical reasons for the shadow running reasons. Sure. I'm a little worried about the file that he had us get. Why? It's a list of donors. You can see why that would concern me. Sure. St. Louis Wows, I mean, that's pretty typical, actually. I mean, considering after the incident, you had all of these uh, different interests moving into town, setting up businesses, fronts, things like that to start taking advantage. Quite a bit of the city's wealth was destroyed that day. While he's saying all this, like, Eris is just kind of like almost grinding her teeth because she's just like, she's pissed. Like, she's mad at herself. Yeah. And I didn't realize until we were in the car. So you think this Johnson is uh, targeting you directly, or you think it's... uh... Maybe not me directly, but my family's on there. My friends are on there. Everyone I know is on that list. Your family's probably on a hundred different lists. That's true, but I don't know what this Johnson... Why this Johnson wanted a list of donors. Did you look at the file? Yeah. Why pay somebody to break into a charitable organization and steal a file with a bunch of, no offense, rich fucks donations? Uh, Eris chuckles a little at that because she kind of agrees. That's part of why she's shadow running. Like, she still cares about her f- family and her friends and stuff, but also it fucks society. Most of those donations are discoverable. I mean, all you'd have to do is just be able to look. So who cares? Can you imagine something happening to someone I know after I just gave out all their personal information? You think they're going to steal their identities? No, I'm saying, like, what if it was to get information for another hit? And what if I'm responsible for that hit? I I, I hear you. Okay. 
to answer your question, this is what was weird about it. There were three donors marked as do not disclose. Two of them were in Boston and one was the Daughters of December. Most likely they're going after that, but I want to know everything about this Johnson that I can. Can I see the file? Just the three entries that were weird. Can I just see those? Um, So I have to pull up my comm because I don't have my cool sunglasses sure, on. that's fine. So like I... Send it to him. Well, I have to edit it. He didn't want all the extra stuff. I'm assuming the file's like, you know, a couple of gigs or whatever. So I'm just going to send him a kilobyte or whatever. All right. He just looks at it. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Well, while I look at this, let me show you something. He attaches a, a video file over to your AR. Hang on a second. I won't record this, but I need these. And I get my glasses out of my purse okay. so that I can watch it instead of having to look at a... Can you believe having to look at a screen? I have to look down. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Gosh. So, yeah, I put on my sunglasses. So he sends you over a video file and it, it's a press conference and its uh, date is just uh, like a week ago. Mm-hmm. And it's out front of that office building where you guys had gone in. And you see this orc woman dressed in a very smart business suit having a... Is it the lady who got her head cut off? Yes. She's talking about the fact that St. Louis is ranked last in metahuman relations. And since she's decided to take over here, orc and troll metahuman outreach is going to be completely overhauled. Because we need a better representation of our interests and a better integration into St. Louis society. The big guy was an orc, right? No. Oh, was he a human? Mm-hmm. He's oh. just a really big one. Oh no! I thought he was. Uh, yeah. Nope. I thought he was a, bi- a big meta type. Nope. He was a big human. So you found your girl. Yeah. They cut her head off. Uh, trekking breeders. He looks over like he's looking at off to the side at uh, his AR, and he kind of gives you a sideways look as you're saying that, and he says, "Yeah, the Cobras. There's a gym and a tattoo parlor in Dogtown. That's where they operate." Somebody probably paid them, or at least they were part of this whole thing. I don't know. The story that I'm digging into is that, not you guys. Oh, by the way, here, let me look at these. Let me see something here. Um, Yeah, your two Boston companies here. He shakes his head. Those are fake. Uh, I could probably run them through a couple of informants that I have, especially out in Boston. I got a couple of uh, colleagues that work out there. I can almost guarantee you that they're fake. Okay. So hopefully it was just for the Daughters of December and not anything else on that list. I don't know what Daughters of December is. I don't know what that means. So I'll have to look into that. I got a few. I can run it, but I don't know. Okay. I don't know how deep you are into this lifestyle or whatever, but I can tell you this. I'm not a crusader. I mean, I am in a, in a way, you know, I, I want the truth and I want the truth to come out and things like that. And I, and I think the public deserves to know the truth about things. But this whole thing, now mm-hmm. the, the video's frozen. He points at her and he says... She was going to do some stuff. She was going to do some good stuff to this city. And they freaking cut her head off. Why? I mean, I think it's probably bigger than just your everyday racism, though that probably has quite a bit to do with it. I'll tell you what. I'll find out about your companies here. I'll find out about these Daughters of December for you, okay? And I won't connect you to any of it. I don't have the means to walk into King Cobra Lounge or, you know, Venom Studios and kick over trash cans and find out why the frag these gangbangers are taking the head of a uh, prominent metahuman activist. I don't have connections in the shadow community to tell me who this gigantic guy with cyber arms is. I was just thinking, because my first train of thought was, do you think I do? And then I'm like, wait, I do. I'm going to be a Johnson. I'm going to hire shadow runners. (laughs) I'll see what I can do, because as you know, I have the means. You do that for me, I'll do this for you. I also want to give you a little bit more advice. Okay. 
If you had met them instead of us last night, things could have ended so poorly for you. I don't disagree with that. I don't know what uh, what made you come over and talk to me, but, you know, I'm glad that you did. Me too. I'll give you the same advice I've given a, a few times here recently. Next time you meet a runner, don't give them your real name. Use post. I mean, you don't have to use post. That's the name I gave you. Just as good as any, I suppose. Why post? That doesn't make any sense. You work for the Post Dispatch. Really? That's that's how you got my name? That's how you give me a shout out <laughs> name? Really? That's like calling, you know, somebody waste management. <laughs> Thanks a lot. I went to Columbia. Thanks. Now I'm known as Post. <laughs> hey, a lot of people think my name's Eris. Isn't that your name? <laughs> H-E-I. They think it's H-E-I-R-E-S-S. It's E-R-I-S, like the Greek goddess. <sighs> I've never regretted this more. I can see the difference, but then, you, of course, when you say it out loud, it all sounds the same. <laughs> As you have been having this conversation, yeah, and I'm going to give them like I'm going to give them like more little tips. You, you eat your, uh, a very uh, light lunch. Um, he just gets like a salad with uh, a vinaigrette, and that's about it. Okay, I um, pay for it. Damn, I should have got the steak. Um, <laughs> As uh, you wrap up lunch, he stands up and he shakes your hand. Thanks for everything. Thank you. I hope we get to continue business together. Me too. Give Val my number. I will. Yay! I don't know why you're excited. He's got all your information. <laughs> I, I'm not, I don't have anything to hide. Uh, so after my lunch with uh, Jake, I'm going to go to the store. It's 2070. Actually, it's 2078. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's probably like color changing hair dyes. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah. No, there's, uh, there's nano tattoos that change and, sh- and shit like that. So, yeah. So, Val, you hear that. I, like, perk up a little bit. I'm like, what? Who wants to know me? I actually have disguise, for the record. Okay. Yeah, I'm uh, more concerned that my glasses weren't working, which on part is part of the assumption of Shannon. And I thought that this was a fake world and my Clark Kent glasses were enough. <laughs> uh, so, like, I'm going to the store and, like, looking at, like, the hair dye that I can have. Like, I can just change for a night. Like, you know, you put it in your phone and sure. I want to be pink hair today. Right. So, just for continuity's purposes, so that I can make sure that what I want to do actually works. Did Boggs have your contact information and that's how you set up the meetup? Or did you set it up before you... He's had my information since a run. We exchanged information. So I will have already had Boggs' contact. Sure. And when I hear him say, give Val my number, I text him already. That was quick. I, I say, what? If I'm still there. Uh, he's he's like, you know, putting his jacket on and whatnot. And he just hear him say, well, that, that was quick. What was quick? Val. I just do what I did, but for the podcast listeners, I just kind of roll my eyes and shake my head and grunt a little. Grumble. Grumble. I grumble. I grumble. Okay. Sorry. I didn't realize she was listening in. Oh, okay. Eh, That's fine. Hey, Val. And then he just turns and walks off. I wave my hands. Hi, Val. Sends emoji of wave. (laughs) (laughs) All right. I'm going shopping now. Probably going to be boring, but if you want to see the inside of my purse, and I take my glasses off and put them in my purse. I'm going to call up Diamond Hal, and I am going to set up a shadow run, basically. I want him to get a team together. So what, uh, what, what, what are you thinking there, baby girl? I roll my eyes at him. Even though he can't see me, I keep rolling my eyes at people. Yeah, I'm like, so you roll it so hard that people actually people do hear you. No, I need some runners for a job. Oh, we're that we're at that point, are we? I've always been at that point if I wanted to be. <laughs> okay, big time. What do you want to do? I need a team to find out information about the Cobras. 
I need to know who the man with the chrome arms is. And I need to know. He puts Are we having a visual conversation here or are we having an audio conversation here? I assumed visual. All right. He puts his hand up. Guy with the chrome arms. What are you talking about? There's a cobra who has a chrome arms. I'll send him a picture. First and foremost, you're trying to do my job, okay? So let me just give you this one. That guy ain't a cobra. I can tell you that right now. Who is he? That guy is called the Tower. The Tower. Yeah, he's a pro. Okay. Why was he hanging out with a bunch of cobras? Who knows? This is what I need. Are you wanting me to set this up or are you wanting to set up a team to meet you so you could be the Johnson? You set it up for me. I'll be the Johnson. All right then, baby girl. I'll do it. I get my usual fee plus a little extra. Fine, Hal. All right. You mean money, right? Yep. Just making sure, because that's what you're getting. Joe, what are you doing? Joe was on her way to the gym. Max's gym. It's a decent place. It's more of a a boxing. It's got, you know, so you got your, your rings and it's got some heavy bags and things like that. It's not like a workout gym as much as, as it is a, an actual boxing gym. So you walk in and uh, Kmore is there already. He's so excited to see you as you come walking up. Oh, Joe, you're back. Uh, I saved your uh, locker for you. Oh, thanks, Kmore. Yeah, um, there was somebody else in it, but I just took their stuff out and threw it away. Oh, oh no. <laughs> thank you. Um, yeah, I'll see you in just a second. I have to go change. Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah you, are you wanting to just uh, you wanting to just spar a little? What do you want to do? I mean, yeah, I'd like to have a good spar. I haven't had a good fight in a while where I wasn't attempting to neutralize someone. Yeah, okay. Um, <laughs> Find the best guy that you've got in here right now, though, please, and thank you. Okay, yeah, I, I can do that. And uh, she stops by the trash can and looks to see if the person's stuff is still in there. There is, yeah. It's uh, It looks like just like some just street clothes and some shoes. And as you're you're standing there looking at it, you see somebody go up to where this empty locker is. It's this woman, and she kind of looks around like, where's my crap? She turns around, and she goes, which one of you frags took my stuff again? Uh, hey, I found it. <laughs> she walks over. Oh, very funny. Very funny, you guys. I'm sorry. Uh, it's fine. They, they, these jackasses, they do this stuff to me all the time. I'm like the only lady here. They feel like they got to pick on me all the damn time. Ah, oh, Frag, I, I know that feeling. Uh, what's your name? <laughs> Joe's going to start hitting on <laughs> this girl now. Your libido is insatiable. <laughs> <laughs> lady boners for everyone. Yeah, Eric, this is important. Is she cute? Jenna Caesar. Jenna Caesar. It's nice to meet you. Yeah, nice to meet you too. She is human. She's not like huge or anything like that. She actually looks uh, quite petite to be a, a fighter and she's certainly built, but she's not uh, she's not like super bulky or anything like that. Mm-hmm. What's your name? Uh, I'm Joe. Joe. Yeah. Nice to meet you. Yeah. yeah. These guys are all assholes, by the way. But once you whip their ass a few times, then they they only pick on you every once in a while. But then again, if you give it as, as well, then they'll, they'll accept you. What kind of fighting do you do? Oh, I'm a boxer. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Just you? like straight up, uh, just standard boxer? Or... Um, I box, but I also do uh, uh, Muay Thai and uh, Ajit Kundo and things like that. I'm trying to get into the MMA thing. but uh, Oh, right on. That's can, excellent. Can she look like Gina Carano? Yes. Excellent. Yes. Uh, I do. Uh, I mean, so I'm a boxer traditionally, but I, I do know some Krav Maga and some like Shidokai. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. All these guys here, they uh, they, they barely know uh, their names. So they think boxing is just hitting somebody really hard and then that's it. There's no skill involved at all. No, it's an art. 
You're right. It is. It is. You you new here? Or I mean, you'd... uh, I'm I'm coming back. I I was on a, a hiatus for a while. Oh, okay, okay. Were you injured or something? Uh, no. It's complicated. Gotcha. Well, hey, maybe I'll see you in the ring. Sure. Uh, I'm usually here on Thursdays, and that's the only time I can be here. Okay. So, yeah, work, you know. You know how it is. I do. So, um, Yeah, well, nice to meet you. Nice to meet you, Jenna. She grabs her crap out of the trash, and she, like, points at a couple of guys. Like, I, I know you fuckers did this. And she <laughs> walks off. And uh, K-Moore comes walking up. You're not changed yet. Sorry, I got distracted. Uh-huh. I see her. K-Moore. What? I got I. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. I love him so much. Okay, okay, I'm going. <clears throat> and she she goes and she changes into her gear. He's like, okay, I got uh, I got some some workout stuff. Um, and uh, later on, about an hour, um, uh, just a, maybe a one or two round, uh, just a, just a quick spar, no, nothing heavy or anything like that. No no full strikes, anything like that. Okay. Yeah, no problem. Um, and because uh, because of everything that has happened, um, there's a few people that are a little bit leery about uh, getting in a ring with you. So uh, the uh, the couple of the guys, well, it's a couple of the guys with augmentations that that, that, that are gonna, you know, they said they're okay. That's that's fine. Okay, I just want to make sure you're all right with that because I know, uh, you know, it's 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 a little bit different uh, uh, thing for you, you know, with with it with the new rules and stuff. Yeah, you know, I think I've got this in the bag now. I, I basically have full control over myself. Nice. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, and no betting. Okay, no betting on anything right now. That's actually kind of uh, kind of important. Is uh, oh. the, the the rules here is there's no betting, uh, no betting on any fights in the gym. Okay. So that, that, that Max is pretty strict about it. So, um, and that was one of the things that uh, that he said that as long as uh, you understood uh, that coming in here you could work out and and and, and stuff, but uh, no betting and 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 no uh, no tomfoolery. You got it. Straight edge. Straight, right. The only straight I can be. <laughs> <laughs> and she says it out loud. <laughs> he just shakes his head because he doesn't understand what you mean. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, you work out. It's actually pretty nice. And, you know, you a little rusty. But, I mean, you're not – it's not like you haven't fought in a while. It's just right. you, haven't re, you haven't actually been restraining yourself as much mm-hmm. um, as you are in the ring. But it feels pretty good. So, after all of that's done, K-Mark is like, yeah, you're look, looking really good. Looking really good, Joe. Um, you know, probably just a, a matter of, uh, you know, a couple of weeks. Maybe we could uh, we could set something up. I would be interested in that. I really miss it. So, um Anything else going on with you girls? Uh, not a whole lot. I mean, we did our due diligences. Um, What's that mean? We made money. Oh, yeah. No, you, I, you did. Yeah. Because I got a cut of it. It was you, nice. You did. Mm-hmm. Um, I met someone. Oh, interesting. It happens. Sure. I met someone too. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Tell me about it. Yeah. Um, she's my lady friend. Um, her name is uh, Sam. Um, and she's uh, she's a florist. Ooh, really? Uh huh. She runs a place down uh, down over on uh, Lindell. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's kind of a hike for me. So I have to take the bus. Um, but that's okay. It, it's worth it. Look at you, Kmore, getting out there. I know. I know. You know, when, since when my when when my wife died, uh, I didn't think I was gonna do anything like that ever again. I didn't think anybody was gonna look at this old mug and think, you know, I want to go and see a movie with that person. I it just it didn't wasn't happening. Oh, Kmore, you're a catch though. Oh, well, I think so. 
Is K more a dwarf? I forget. He's a dwarf, yes. Yeah, that's what I thought. Little little dwarf man. Yeah, he's super squinty. So it's really hard to see because his bu- his face is so bushy and his eyebrows are so bushy and he doesn't wear his glasses because it makes him look nerdy. So he's his whole face is just like <laughs> squished. He just looks like a big hair face. Oh, okay. Um. All right. Well, I got a I got a meeting uh with with a, with a friend of a friend. And uh, maybe we could uh, maybe we could meet up later. I got you know because things are happening. You know it happens. Yeah. You, you start you go on a good streak. You know you start making a name for yourself that and people know you can make them money. Man, I'm telling you things are looking up. Things are looking up for us. Good. I'm glad it's been rough for a while. Yeah, it is. Yes. I'm thinking about getting a motorcycle. Yeah. Yeah, what but I'm gonna have to. It, it, I really want a big one, but I don't think I would fit on it. So I, I might have to get a maybe a trike. A trike? That would be cool. Yeah, I think so too. Well, I met someone, yeah. and yeah, she's really cute. She's got some really pretty ears. <laughs> ears for days, as they might say. Ears for days, huh? <laughs> yeah. I don't what? know if I've ever heard that before, but uh, uh, hey, if that's what you're into, an- I guess, you know, that's your thing. Okay. You know, ears. <laughs> Um, as you're, you guys are walking out together, and you're talking about, and you're, you're going on about her ears for days, and um, Kmore's, ta- you're, he, you're talking about this, you know, this girl that you met, and he's like, he's, he's super interested, and he's like, oh yeah, that sounds really nice, uh, you know, so, so this, uh, this, uh, this goddess have a name or what? I don't know her name yet. Oh, it's a, it's an infatuation. It's a, it's a, uh, what do they call that? Uh, um, no, not that word. Um, it's, uh, it's an infatuation. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, It's maybe as of now, but I am confident that with perseverance and charm, I can leave an impression. Well, yeah, that's, 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 that's the rule, right? Yeah. Yeah. Even an ugly mug like me can get the woman of his dreams. Then somebody as wonderful as you, Joe, can get the person you're looking for. Oh, Kmore. And just as he says that, he gets knocked down. (laughs) Who the fuck? (laughs) This guy is walking towards the the gym and Kmore was turned and looking towards Joe and just smack runs right into this guy and just, he falls like flat on his ass. And the guy's like, watch it, short man. I turn around and yell at him, hey, why don't you frag and apologize to my friend here? He stops and he turns. And as he turns, you notice that he's he's wearing a uh, like a synth leather jacket, uh, like a ride, like a motorcycle jacket. And you see a big yellow patch with a black cobra on it. Knew it. Oh, shit. They're the KKK in this world. I hate them. And he turns around and he says, what do you care, dandelion eater? I care when shit eaters like you walk around like they own the place. And I get up real close and I kind of like give him a shove in the chest. You shove him and he honestly looks like, where did all that come from? Make a perception check. That's a lot more dice than three. (laughs) It is. (laughs) So it's uh, willpower plus Plus logic. logic. I'm going to use a point of it. Okay. I was going to say, damn girl. <laughs> two success. You push him with, uh, are you doing like a two-hand push or one-hand push? How are you doing this? Um, it's going to be a two-hand push. All right, so you're just like giving him a big old shove. Yeah, like like a gentle jock shove. Okay, yeah, like asshole kind yeah. of thing. Okay. So when you do that, your left hand goes on the like his right side where the patch is. Your right hand on his left side, there's something under his jacket that it feels like some sort of like a cylinder or something. He's got something underneath. And it's not like a gun. It doesn't feel like a holster. It feels like...
like he's got something hidden underneath his jacket. Just with the the number of successes that you got was not just the the feeling that he has something underneath <clears throat> his jacket, but also the look on his face, like <gasps> like he got scared for a second. Why are you so jumpy? All right, he just kind of looks at you, he takes a couple steps back, and then he turns and starts walking into the gym. Hey, I'm talking to you. He's not paying. It. He he just starts to walk in there. Get him. Yeah, get no, him. She's gonna get him. She's gonna <laughs> tackle. Okay, all right. Go ahead and make your. Uh, is that a uh, strength? She's already gonna get him. She was rolling up her sleeves, getting ready. <laughs> yeah, I, I was, Maddie's in here. Like, I'm just right, turning her on, trying to fuck some bitches up. <laughs> or would that technically be close combat? That would technically be close combat. Dope. Spend a plot point to okay. add a glitch die. Okay. So what a glitch dice does is... Uh, on a six, it does something really, really cool. On a five cool. and a six, it oh. explodes. <laughs> so a one is a glitch, which means that it something bad happens, in a, regardless if you fail or, or succeed in the test. And then if a, you roll a five or a six, then you get what's called a an exploit, which is something extra. Something good. Right. And that's just if it rolls on the... Uh, it counts as part of the dice pool, too. So. Mm-hmm. Okay, go ahead. Are you using killing hands? No. I might use another point of edge because I got a lot. Okay. And so because that counts as a dice pool, do I re-roll? Yep, I roll it all. Oh, exploit! Yay! Yay! That's a lot of ones. It's a good <laughs> that's thing. That's a lot of ones. I have uh, three successes and one exploit. Okay, so four successes plus an exploit. So you tackle him, no doubt. Mm-hmm. What happens with the exploit? So you can basically narratively tell me whatever you want. Ooh. Pick his pocket. Yeah, I'm going to reach and do it as I tackle him. I'm going to reach. I'm going to give him the old reach around. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh my god! That's I next hate level. You. Next sorry. level. I'm sorry. <laughs> I was just gonna. Oh my god! Fucking hell! <laughs> Fucking hell! I'm so sorry. I couldn't help it. I'm a terrible person. Not rated E for everyone. <laughs> I don't know if anyone's met me, and nothing I do is rated E for everyone. I was okay, barring a reach around, what exactly do you? Do? <laughs> Yeah, I I grabbed the the cylinder. I, you grab the possible bomb. I got you. I grabbed the possible bomb. <laughs> <laughs> so, you you knock him down and as he he goes down face first, but as you're dropping on top of him, his jacket does flap open and you grab what he has underneath his arm and it's it's adhered to his uh, shirt mm-hmm. or his body, almost like, a, almost like a Velcro. So it was stuck there for a, a purpose so it wouldn't move around. It's a pacemaker. It's yeah. an external pacemaker. <laughs> right. <yeah. laughs> you just killed this guy. Beep. <laughs> So yes, and you rip it away from him, and when it when it does that, it rips his shirt underneath. So you have this uh, cylinder about it's it's about the size of say like a large soup can. Oh geez. And and then it's got this like adherix tape on one side that was stuck to his shirt. So you have like a scrap of his shirt, and it's got. Uh, Metal caps on either end, and there's some electronics to it. Yeah, it's it looks like it could be it's something. You don't have a whole lot of like explosives or anything like that, but to the layperson, it looks like he was probably look smuggling a bomb or something. Send a picture to Cammy. I will do that as soon as I completely neutralize the threat. You, he is now face first the on uh, in the pa- on the pavement, and he, you hear him like grunting as he like I'm, he literally went face first like face plant Whap. into the good onto the 
the sidewalk. So he's he's like reaching up, grabbing his face in pain, and you're laying on t- on his back, like your back on his back, and you've got this cylinder in your hand as you're laying on top of him. She's gonna get up really quick while he's still like laying down, mm-hmm. uh, and she's gonna try to distance herself from him, like run. N- not like run, but she's. <laughs> I think running through the city streets carrying a bomb <laughs> yeah. is a bad idea. No. Someone help me! No. So she like gets up and like takes a couple of like good steps back, and she's still like facing him, and okay. she's kind of like, "What the fuck is this?" Kamar is he he was getting like getting himself up and he looks over at at you Joe and he goes Joe put that down put the, put put that down don't don't hold that don't hold that don't don't you need to put that down like so what is around me you're in the parking lot of the gym so there's a few vehicles there's like a couple of trucks and a couple of cars probably within about 30 meters of you there is a dumpster beyond that there's an open lot on the other side of the of a fence on the other side of the dumpster then there's just the city street on on the other side. Not throwing it in the street. Joe is like, dumpster. That way it's contained. Okay. <laughs> or it's... That's, that's how bombs work. What's Joe's first reaction? Joe's first reaction is to... to put it in the dumpster. To throw it. Okay. Um, Let's see where she throws it. <laughs> Bad idea. Bye, Max's gym. Odds, dumpster, evens, empty lot. Is Max a troll? Um, okay. Dumpster it is. Okay, so you're going to... Th- are you running it and throwing it into the dumpster, or are you just trying to, like, basketball it in, into the dumpster? Oh, I'll try to basketball it. I will use um, another plot point. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and... I will be using my uh, one of my adept abilities, too, that gives me a plus two dice on any uh, agility-based rolls. Okay. Oh, no. Ooh, a glitch. Dun, da, da, da. I have, so. Eris's girlfriend's going to be disfigured. <gasps> Girlfriend. <laughs> I mean, not oh. anymore. So I have, I, have, <laughs> I have four successes and a glitch. So okay. something bad happens. Yes. So here's what but happens. But you do it well. <laughs> you you succeed. So you, you're like, you're, you're, you don't know, you know, when this thing's going to go off. So you just kind of rear back and you chuck it towards this dumpster that's about 30 meters away. It goes like straight on sweet. Swish. Swish. One of the, it's it's like a double, uh, uh, double flapped um, dumpster. So, and one of the flaps was open. So you only had half of the thing to get it into and right that in board. there. So, and then once it goes in there, it goes, and then all of a sudden you hear it go, boom. And then you see this like gray smoke starting to come out of it. And then you hear coughing inside the dumpster. No! You <laughs> <laughs> smoke bombed a hobo. <laughs> You start to take a you take a step like you're gonna go towards the the dumpster and Kmore's grabbing you and goes no 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 poison it's poison no oh my god Joe goes the fuck over to that douchebag the Cobra Man okay you look over and he he has now gotten up and it looks like he's getting ready to run oh no she's not gonna let him run okay. She is gonna mosey her ass on over there and just beat the fuck out of this bitch. You go over to him, and now he his nose is bleeding from where he face planted, and he he looks a little rattled. And he, so then you see his eyes clear up as he sees you stalking towards him, and he turns to run. Go ahead and do what you're gonna do. I yeah, I'm gonna haul off and punch him as hard as I can. Okay. You know what? I'll use my last plot point. It's nice. The end of the night. That's Let's right. Just, just use it. Just use it. 
Uh, and she is going to killing hands. Oh, nice. Actually, so this is really good. Uh, let me just describe this. When she uses killing hands, you visually see some differences, like uh, some physical manifestations of her adept abilities. Her eyes, her irises, I should say, like turn this like golden color. And there's like this pressure that um, anyone like immediately around her would feel. So like the guy that she's about to haul off and demolish. This like make his ears pop? <laughs> yeah, kind okay. of kind of like that. All right. So you're hauling off and hitting him. He's trying to defend himself. Ooh, I, so I exploited again. <laughs> and I got a lot of successes. Oh, God, I might kill him. This is what you get, bitch. (laughs) Six normie successes and an exploit. So total of seven? Yes. You net four. Holy shit. And I do something really cool. That's nine. Yeah, so that's nine damage. Well, with an exploit, you can do a couple of different things. Uh, You can do something narratively. In combat, one of the the easiest things to do is you bypass armor. Mm. So you would hit him in a spot that he has no armor or no... Right in the fucking nose. Where he's already bleeding. That would be pretty cool. There's a scene from an anime where (laughs) this guy gets punched in the face so hard that he, like, flies backwards and he, like, does a couple flips and then, like, crashes into the ground and leaves a crater. It's basically like DBZ, except it wasn't DBZ. I imagine kind of that. You haul off and you just, like, put all your power behind this one strike. (laughs) And, yeah, there's a loud crack. When you hit him, He his feet kick up off the ground. He plants just like the back of his, sh- his shoulder and his head into the ground and it cracks part of the pavement. He's laying there. His eyes are wide open. His mouth is open. Blood is just pouring out of his mouth and out of the back of his head. And now at this point, there's a group of people from the from inside the gym who are come out and they're like, there's, people are just kind of standing there. A couple of people are holding their phones out. Shit. Um, <laughs> There's this grayish green smoke coming out of this dumpster. Kamor is just like trying to force people in and he's like, it's poison, it's poison, get inside. Don't let it touch you. Don't let it touch you. Thank you for listening to this episode of Resting Glitch Face. Theme music by Synthetsk. Background music by Machinima Sound. Produced by Eric Osley. Shadowrun is copyrighted property of the Tops Company. Open the Gamer Theater and Gamer's Table are trademark properties of Side Tangent Productions.